Welcome to the Diagnosing Dementia During COVID-19 podcast. This six-part podcast is brought to you by the Understanding Dementia Diagnosis Research Team and funded by the Economic and Social Research Council. everyone and welcome to our fifth episode. My name is Lindsay Knaird and I am a researcher on the project. In this episode we will be discussing the results of the dementia diagnosis during COVID-19 study. We are joined by Dr Rosie Ashworth who is also a researcher on the project. Rosie and I worked with our co-production colleagues BUDS, that is an abbreviation for Better Understanding Dementia Diagnosis. Hi, Rosie. Thanks for joining us today to share the results of the study. Hi, thanks for having me. How we collected the study results. To explore the experiences of receiving a diagnosis of dementia during the COVID-19 pandemic, we carried out semi-structured interviews with 11 people who had received a diagnosis and five care partners. We also interviewed 12 clinicians to gain insights into their experiences of dementia assessment and diagnosis during the pandemic. We conducted these interviews online. We analyzed these interviews together with BUDS. We found several interesting themes emerged. The first theme is time. We found that time came out as an important factor for people receiving a dementia diagnosis. Time counts. Time is precious. In dementia, time is everything. Time to listen, time to grieve, and time to live. The pandemic added stress with some feeling that the pandemic had taken precious time away. We found that people need time when receiving a dementia diagnosis. For every person who experiences patience, compassion and choice from well-supported clinicians, there will be more time for the most important thing to them, to live well. Changes and the need for support was the second theme. We found that everything changes with a diagnosis of dementia and everyone is unique. Their hopes and fears are real. It is important to support people to do what they love for as long as they can. You need to manage risk, but giving someone confidence is the gift. Some changes are inevitable, but minimising these and providing reassurance is important. Healthcare practitioners highlighted that the pandemic had resulted in the loss of a wide range of post-diagnostic support options for providing people newly diagnosed with a treatment plan. Voluntary sector organisations are key partners in providing post-diagnostic support. These services were not available during the pandemic and this placed greater strain on the healthcare professionals as they could be the only resource for their patients. People need to be properly supported. Ensuring people receive the right resources while also not being overwhelmed with too much written information. 
digital choice was the third theme. During the pandemic, remote consultations were often done using the telephone or online platforms for video calls. Face-to-face -face clinics or home appointments also continued with added precautions, such as the use of masks and social distancing. Each of these approaches had limitations. While diagnosing digitally provided the person and their families with choices, such as the option of less travel and the ability to speak to healthcare practitioners in the comfort of their own homes, we found that diagnosing digitally is impersonal and more difficult. Diagnosis is best face-to-face. -face. While it can use technology, it has to work for the people involved and they need choice. The fourth theme was compassion for clinicians. Clinicians delivering dementia assessment and diagnosis faced huge challenges and did their best under difficult circumstances. It was a challenging time with so many uncertainties. This included having an increased workload and colleagues being redeployed to other services that were deemed more urgent. The introduction of technology during the pandemic also presented challenges for clinicians. While some initially had a preference for the telephone as it was familiar and comfortable, others had a preference for video calls because it provided a visual addition to the voice. However, there was an invisible barrier when not in the same room as the person, and it was more difficult to provide comfort. Clinicians also highlighted things that are absent when not in the same room as the person, such as having the opportunity to carry out physical assessment, picking up on subtle clues and cues that can assist the diagnostic process, as well as being aware of the emotional reactions. Clinicians care too, that is clear. They need to be supported with the right sort of technology and training. The final theme is learning from the pandemic and looking to the future. We need to think about the future how to cope now and if there is a next time. Technology played an important role in allowing some services to continue and encouraged the use of telephone contact, the opportunity to stay connected, receive advice and information for follow-up consultations post-diagnosis. Healthcare professionals felt that dementia assessment and diagnosis services should not have been stopped at the beginning of the UK lockdown. Healthcare leaders need to ensure they don't stop in a future crisis. Adaptability is vital. Technology and the telephone are likely to continue to have a role and allow for choice. However, there was a preference for face-to-face -face dementia assessment and diagnosis for the person, their family and healthcare professionals. Thank you for listening and thank you, Rosie, for joining us. We have been discussing the experiences of dementia assessment and diagnosis during the UK COVID-19 pandemic. We hope that this will contribute to the appropriate use of telephone and digital approaches to support communication with the person and their family for memory clinics and similar services. We have also shared these results in a short animation and summary report. Keep a lookout for these on the Alzheimer Scotland Dementia Research Centre website and on our Twitter and Facebook accounts. In episode six, we discussed these results more with the BUDS group. 
we explore the opportunities and learnings of the findings and how they might be useful to delivering dementia diagnosis in the future. If you want to know more about the project, you can visit us at the Alzheimer's Scotland Dementia Research Centre website. Thank you.